welcome to Quarantine in Quarantine, written and produced by Practical Fantasists. Season 2, Episode 2. Take your shot. Oh, Tuzan, my scribe, this is truly my darkest hour. I am abandoned by my dearest companions and once more alone, apart from you, of course. And the small crowd of peasants at the gate, who, as per the renewed measures of solitude, are here at a safe distance to shout their grievances at you. What? Is it Monday again? Surely it was already Monday last week. If your calendar is to be believed, there's one every week, sir. Is it just me, or has time ceased to have any meaning since Gurren, Lafren, Nolwen, and Brannock all left? Since the others left, sir, or since the stotification returned with a vengeance? Probably both. I've been patrolling the coast every day in the lifeboat, but without travelers, there aren't even any seafaring parties to save. The curse has spread a lot farther than the last round. They say people are turning into stoats even as far as Is and Finister. Have you had any word from the others? No, but I'm sure they're terribly busy. Gurren and Lafren have probably got about ten children by now. Brannock may well have blessed his way to kingdom come, and Nolwen is probably clothing a werewolf as we speak. And I'm languishing in boredom! So that's business as usual, sir. Anyway, what about the... peasants? I suppose I should go and let them shout at me. I don't see why they need to tell me all their squabbles. So far, they've been able to solve every single one of their problems on their own. Very good, sir. I'll go reorganize the library... again. Lord Corentin, my fields are unsown, and all the farmhands have turned into stoats. If this keeps up, there will be a turnip shortage by winter. That's terrible, but I don't see what I can do about it. I've never tilled a field in my life. You haven't, I'm sure. But if I'm not mistaken, you have a three-headed dog large enough to pull a plow. Do you need it plowed in a straight line? She has a tendency to bound around in circles if any of her noses smells something tasty. Or filthy. A few crop circles are fine. Very well, I'll send Corentin the 13th your way. I've got a special triple whistle to summon her. And what about you, Dennis? What brings you down here? My cabbages! You're going to have to be a little more specific. Last year there were catapults. The year before it was unauthorized transplanting by night. The year before that, someone rebranded them with a cattle iron. Have your cabbages ever not been in imminent peril? They've never been in imminent peril. They've always been under current threat. Gwenelle, are, are you all right? Lord Corentin, people of the village, I come with news. This dreadful, cursed plague will soon be at an end. Are you sure? Because we thought it was over before, and then... This time it really is! A wise woman has developed a procedure to prevent stortification. Wait, a wise woman? Was that Nolan? She sent instructions that I should pass on a message to you, namely, that if you haven't been done in by your own baking, she wishes you well and tells you to take your damn shots. 
right? That's definitely her. What does she mean by take a shot? Does she mean arrows or quarantinis? Chances, I think. Come to my public house. I've called an open-air meeting. Welcome to the public house health meeting. I've placed our tables six feet apart with distilled spirits to cleanse your hands. And I hope you don't intend to order anything because it's forbidden to take your mask off. Of course! I don't intend to expose myself to any potential stoat carriers at a meeting about how to avoid being stoated. I'll be out of your hair in a moment. Speaking of hair, my good lord, yours could use a trim. Good God, is that the bloodletting blade of breast? The same. This good publican invited me as a medical consultant. No, you invited yourself when you heard me crying out the public notice to everyone within earshot. That still count as an invitation. Your choleric temperament is most distressing, madam. You would benefit from having that tempered bled off a little. Oh no, you're not getting within six feet of anyone, essential worker or not. Get to your table and put those knives away before you scare someone. <clears throat> Welcome, friends. First, some good news. Our winter ale is now ready. We hope you'll put in your orders before you leave today's meeting. Until then, uh, we are here to discuss the stotification prevention measure. How does it work? Is it magic? Or witchcraft? All that's required is contracting. I mean, contacting. A weak strain of stoat that has already suffered regular exposure to cursed humans. Nolan recommends a least weasel. She says it bites you if you squirm too much, but otherwise there are no known side effects. But what if it's not safe? Exactly what I've been saying all along. This so-called wise woman has probably never shed so much of a drop of blood in her career. What did I tell you about scaring people? Not to mention scarring people. This process sounds scarring enough. Only if you upset the weasel. And we all know that real weasels and stoats aren't affected by the curse. There's no chance the least weasel could transform us. If this remedy is founded on the latest philosophical developments, I bet it's fine. Besides, I'm sure Nolwyn tested it on herself first. Well, of course. If she was the one who started the curse, she would be the one who could find a way to prevent it. That was just a rumor that you started. Well then, why hasn't she come to give us this shot herself? Maybe she's a stoat. Do we have any proof that she's still human? <clears throat> I saw Mistress Nolwyn when she dropped off instructions last night. She is still fully human, and both she and Brother Brannock have successfully taken their shots. That doesn't mean it's foolproof. <sighs> Nothing is. But Gwenelle, what do you mean she was here last night? Why didn't Nolwyn stay around for a visit? She brought her missive to the public house because we are the ones in charge of public health. Well, she might have stopped by the castle on her way. She said she had urgent business to attend to. I think she's starting a least weasel introduction program to increase the availability of the shot, but it's also possible she was called upon to save a village from a groch. With wise women, I mean, who knows? Too busy to even come by for a visit? Uh, but for what it's worth, I say it's worth a shot. Really? Just how much do you trust this procedure? Would you give it to your grandfather? No. There, you see? But that's because my grandfather is a ghost. 
Your grandmother, then. I'm not taking that risk. Then you do think it's dangerous? Nowhere near as dangerous as my grandmother. In any case, she probably would have already clawed her way to the front of the line to make sure she couldn't be stoated again. Can't we just stick to stoat repellent? I've been spraying it all around the fields. What? My fields are all around your fields. You're the one who's been stinking up my cabbages. The shot is safer and cabbage friendly as far as anyone knows. I'm not sure if I want to try it if I don't know what's in it. You were caught baking spider webs and sawdust into your bread last year. Don't start getting high and mighty about what's in it. I'm not sure I want to get mixed up in charms and enchantments. The saint's shoulder blade the relic merchant sold me didn't stop me from being turned into a stoat. You'd trust the relic merchant over a professional, well, pro bono, wise woman? Once I went back for a femur, I haven't had any furry problems since. Apart from the rabbits in your garden that you complained about last week. Yes. I could have used some stoats to get rid of them, actually. Getting back to the stoats, or rather the least weasels. Nolan also gave us this. A box with a cloth over it? Not a box, a portable weasel burrow. Look! My god! Who did those used to be? They're not people, or stoats. They're the least weasels who have spent time around cursed humans. Say hello, Winifred and Manfred. Right, who's first? Oh, but we couldn't possibly. Surely there's someone. Not me. Who's the most likely to be exposed to a cursed stoat while carrying out their work? It's really not that bad. I'm sure I'm second priority at best. Don't look at me! Alright, who's the oldest? Come on, we should treat the most vulnerable first. But they would be the most likely to succumb. I meant they're the ones who most need protection. Bloodletting blade of breast, you're constantly exposed to people in all kinds of terrible states. You should take it. That is why I should not be the first to take it. I'm too essential. Oh, please. What would happen if your only physician were turned into a stoat? He'd be replaced by the next barber to happen by? If no one here has confidence in the little weasels, I suppose we must go back to bloodletting. No one here is fool enough to throw themselves into needless danger. Well, when you put it like that, the least weasel does sound a lot more exciting. Are you volunteering, my lord? Why not? I've got absolutely nothing to do anyway, at least until the beaches reopen. All right, Lord Corrente, come, give this weasel a stroke. Oh, that tickles. It's It's gone up my sleeve, the, the little rat. Uh, don't squirm. That's how people get bitten. You try standing still with a furry little demon running around in your tunic. Actually, the relic merchant sold me something for furry demons, too. How long does the weasel actually have to be in contact? Can I remove it now? If I can find it, oh god, it's going down my... Don't stress her out, she's very sensitive. Why do you get such tight hose? I regret nothing. Here you go. Glad that's over and done with. Well done, Winifred. We'll have to limit it to two or three people per day. Too much exposure to petting is sure to exhaust poor Winnie. Who's next? Why is she looking at me? Shoo! Back in your cage, little fiend! You must smell good to her. It's your hair oil. It smells like rabbits. I bet she's hungry. What? You didn't seem to think so when you bought five bottles of it. That was before I discovered it was a weasel lure. 
She's making eyes at you, doctor. Are you sure you won't take your shot? Oh, very well. Come here, you adorable little... not that bad. I don't know what the rest of you are making such a fuss about. We'll keep Winifred here and let a few people per day pat her until the whole village is immune. The question is, who's going to take Manfred here around to the neighboring land so they get their shots? Actually, I wouldn't mind a reason to travel. I could take him around. Absolutely not. We need you here where we can shout at you. Oh, you'll be fine. You can shout it to Zan. That's what I do. But what about your grandmother? Last time you left, she almost invaded. She did? Anyway, what about someone whose profession means they travel all the time? Surely someone like that could be useful? I'm not asking the relic merchant. I'm talking about myself. What makes you suddenly so keen to promote a treatment Nolwyn discovered? I assure you. The idea of claiming the credit for myself never crossed my mind. All the blame goes to her. But the weasel likes me, and I have a client base to build. Give it a few days to make sure you don't suffer any ill effects. But after that, sending you off to torment, uh, treat the neighboring villages does seem like the best solution. You're not allowed to do any of your other treatments beforehand or afterhand. Are you sure? You seemed quite pleased with the results last time our paths crossed. Hair treatments only, or I'm sure no one will hear of it, and she's the bane of blood-sucking wraiths up and down the country. Ha! Huh. Then I can compromise on this occasion. What shall I charge for each session with the weasel? Three hundred cabbages per person? What? I thought you said just the credit was enough. But what will I do without my usual fee? There are expenses to think of. The inns, the meals, the mice for Manfred. I can get those on credit alone. Mousers demand payment up front. Look, what if I provide you with a travel allowance? I'll pay for inns and everything if you promise not to extort the populace. And if I hear so much as a verifiable rumor that you've been bleeding anyone, literally or figuratively, you'll be cut off. Fine, but in my absence, will somebody feed my leeches? Oh, what's that? It can't be Monday again, can it? Even I haven't lost track of time that badly. Sir, I don't think you're going to like the answer. Oh no, it is the peasants. No, my lord. It's the bloodletting blade of breast. Ugh, can't you tell him I'm a stoat? Uh, that would make him think that Winnie was ineffective, sir. Fine, yes, I have Nolwyn's reputation to think of, and Winnie's. I'll shout him off from the battlements. Still human, then, Lord Corentin? Is it really that hard to tell? What do you want? Thanks to your meddling, I'm being forced to travel the countryside with Manfred. Forced is a bit strong. But I suppose you've come for revenge? Come back later, it's too early to suffer. I only came to collect my travel dues, and to tell you that I will soon see the Lady Stoat and her husband. 
Lafren and Gurren, you're headed their way. Oh God, I should send them a warning. Hang on. Tuzan, where's my quill? My parchment. Everyone may have deserted me, but they can't forget about me that quickly. I shall send letters to everyone, starting with Gurren and Lafren. Oh God, quill, 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 quill. Aha. Right. Dearest friends, good news, we shall soon be cured. Well, sort of. Immune to transformation, which is even better, we think. Nolwyn is championing a procedure to counteract the onset of the curse, and as I have taken my shot with the least weasel, and am, so far, still not a stoat, I assume that it worked. Lord Corrata, hurry up! Due to unforeseen circumstances, we are trusting the bloodletting blade of breast to administer the procedure around the countryside. In return for which, I have agreed to feed his leeches. Thank you for listening to Corentin in Quarantine, featuring David Lone as Corentin, Aaron Scothron as Tizan, Caroline Bowden as Emma, James Din as Dennis, Yannick de Bellegarde as the bloodletting blade of Brest, and Freddie Vance as Gwenael. The episode was written by Aaron Scothorn and Karen Murray Burquist, and the music was written and performed by Sophie Rosnock. You can find us on Instagram at Quarantine in Quarantine, or support us by donating to our coffee page through the link in the show notes. Your donations are what allow the show to keep going. Please tune in again next month. Many thanks to the British Library Board for providing several of our weasel noises. Please note that we are neither physicians nor wise women, so do not take our medical advice regarding stoats, least weasels, or any other kind of mustelid. <laughs>